Rebellions are built on hope. And welcome to day one coverage of Star Wars. It's Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Albert Tarderon, and I'm here with our friend, our co-host, Oti. How are you doing, Oti? Ah! Yes, finally, after three years, and special guests down there, Roberto Venegas, and our special correspondent, Boots on the Ground, straight from California, Star Wars Celebration, from the Galactic Podcast, is Laura Knows, and... She's and gone. She just oh, get it out of here. <laughs> and she will be back eventually, hopefully soon. Yeah. But, oh, there she is. I'll bring her. All right, let's start again. I'm from the Galactic Podcast at Star Wars Celebration. Laura, how are you doing today? I'm good. Sorry about that. I hit the wrong button. But yeah, yeah. how are you guys? I'm doing well. We're ecstatic to be here finally talking about Star Wars Celebration. I don't know how long it's yeah. been. I mean, three years. We just mentioned it. But we'll get all into it. Roberto, how are you doing? It's been a while since we, we've had the pleasure of talking with you. How are you doing today? Yeah, thank you for having me back. I mean, what a, you know, what a day to is to be back on your show to talk about Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of excitement, and it's something that I kind of needed myself. So, yeah, mm-hmm. man, let's, you know, let's get into it. Yeah, so let's not wait too much. So let me just get this out, out of the way. As, as always, if you're watching this, make sure to like this video. If you're new to the channel, make sure you subscribe. Leave us a comment down below of all your thoughts of all the things we're going to be talking about today. Just day one. If you are Star Wars Celebration, let us know how the day has been. And yeah, subscribe, comment. If you're later watching this later on the audio podcast or listen to it, just same thing. Leave us a rating, review, all that fun stuff. Yes, Oti, what's going I, on? I just want to say today is such a special day that if you pay co- close attention to my set, there's something usually back there. And today it's right here. I was going to say, where's that ray light? <laughs> <laughs> you got to gotta have that ray lightsaber close yeah, by. Put it like... All right. Um, let me see. Am I cutting in and out? Nope. No. no. All right. Good. Hopefully not. All right, Lauren, I got to start with you. First, again, thanks for being here all the way from Star Wars Celebration. How's the vibe out there? I know this is not your first Star Wars Celebration, but it's been a while since this event has happened. How's the vibe over there? It's, I mean, it feels like everybody's home. I mean, honestly, it feels really good to be back. You can feel the energy. You can feel like a really good vibe all the way through the the convention center. it's been amazing. It's been amazing to be back here after three years. I mean, I my first one was Chicago, so coming oh. back to Anaheim, it's been it's been a trip, man. Seeing everybody, like all the people I've met since Chicago, it's it's <laughs> been a ride, dude. And it's been a lot of fun so far. So yes, hundred percent. The vibe is alive. The vibe is alive around here for sure. <laughs> I got a question for you. Have yes. you to Disneyland? Because everybody's been going to Disneyland as soon as they get here. So how have you gone? Yeah, so we have Star Wars night tickets tomorrow. So I will be at Bat 2 for the first time tomorrow Ooh. night. So I am very excited for for that. 100%. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. That's going to that's going to be something. I've been yes. to Star to Batu down here in Orlando. I know Oti has. I don't know if Roberto has had the chance to go, but it's it's an experience. So, especially Star Wars night over there, it's going to be a totally different vibe. So, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Are you going to try to build anything, lightsaber, droid, or just enjoy the night? The night. I think, yeah, I think we're just gonna enjoy it. We don't have any, uh, we didn't schedule anything, unfortunately. But uh, we're gonna definitely try to get to the resistance, do the Falcon. We're gonna do all that. Uh, that's okay. our goal. Get into the cantina. So we're gonna we're gonna try to hit it all. We're gonna try to do it all in one night for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's the way to go, especially yeah. when I said before, when I went, it was just everyone's the park was full. It was summer, so just everyone visiting Disney World was there. But it's going to be different just with a bunch of Star Wars fans. It's going to be a little bit of a different feeling, but all right. In, enough talk. We're here to talk Star Wars Celebration. So if you guys are ready, I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars. And it is Star Wars News. Star Wars News. And the only news is Star Wars Celebration Day 1. So, finally happened. 
the big Lucasfilm showcase was the the standout, the big thing to start the day off. Um, it wasn't streamed live. A lot of people had issues with that, especially at the beginning, including myself, and I think a lot of people on this panel tonight. But same thing, Lauren, because I, of course, want to hear from Oti and Roberto, you know, I mean, but I think it's going to be different. Our experience from home, from you being there. Were, did you get the chance to be at the celebration stage when this was going on, or so, didn't you get in? And then how was all that for you guys out there? Yeah. No, yeah, good, great question. So it's really funny because they didn't stream that at the celebration stage mm. like they usually did. So okay. we, we were blind. If you didn't get into that panel at the main stage, you didn't see it either. So it was a little weird. Uh, it was a little <laughs> weird. So you had to follow Twitter and people that got in and, you know, kind of see the news as it comes. But it was uh, this, it was still fun just to be in, the, you know, in and around the StarWars.com uh, uh, stage. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. The energy was great. Andy and Anthony were up there. So it was really, really cool. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't see it stream either. Uh, you know, they just, whoever was there was there. And I, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but the people that got into that panel specifically are getting to see Obi-Wan Kenobi early. They get a special screening tonight. So that's kind of uh, exciting too for those people that got into that panel. So it's very, yeah. very cool stuff. There was one of the questions that I posted later on Twitter as I was thinking about it. Is it only the people that were able to make that panel that we also get to see Kenobi? Everyone else that's there, unfortunately, has to wait till me now, which is a bummer because... Yeah. Come on, they yeah. already got in the panel. Now they get this extra kind of, yay! It's, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, I mean, if you, if you got lucky enough, you get to go see it, which is really cool. So, but obviously, I think everybody's still very excited to see Kenobi. Um, yeah. I know within the showcase panel, they were talking Kenobi stuff uh, that we might touch on. But yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a lot of fun, though. Even if you weren't <laughs> in that panel, man, it's been a ride around. Yeah. For sure. So, Lauren, quick question. Are you going to watch from the hotel? or Do you have some group that's going to see the, the show together? How, how are you going to handle it? So, you know what's really funny is I brought my Apple TV to do that at my hotel, but it's not working. Like, the internet <laughs> is not, that's not working. Funny. So, I'm scrambling. We're scrambling. We think we found, like, a like a kind of a small hangout to watch it. Okay. So, we're trying to you know, uh, get, get that all situated. But, yeah. I was I brought the Apple TV thinking I'd be able to hook it up and nothing and I was like oh, so sucks. bummed. Yes, I was like freaking out. But I'm like it is what it is now. I know we'll have people, friends of ours, that will let us come and watch. So I'm not too worried about it. But yeah, okay. that's that that was my Wednesday night <laughs> freaking out about like not being able to watch it. But yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll I, I can't imagine going all the way over there. Here we go. Let at least you tried it. Imagine it was tonight. Let me just plug it in five minutes before it starts. It's not working. Then, yeah. But okay. So, Roberto, let's jump to you. We were already, we were all waiting at three thirty here where I'm at, or two, I should say. Here comes the panel. Finally, no, it's not gonna be live stream. What was your reaction to this? And was it the right move by Lucasfilm? I. It was definitely not the right move on Lucasfilm. Uh, because you know after you know them keeping so many secrets and after the whole covid shutdown like we've been gone through so much that you know all of us are looking forward to this so to have that just be an exclusive thing for the people that went to uh went to celebration and were lucky enough to get in it's kind of you know it was it was a gut punch so mm -hmm. when the show live stream started it felt it felt like a gut punch and the realization of what was going on was a big letdown. So it took me a while to actually get, uh, you know, excited for what they were talking about. I, and, you know, and even, and even when the show started, it's like, I don't want this Willow, but like, <laughs> that's what you start with. You start with Willow. <laughs> so it, it, it was a little bit of a shocker thing. So it would have been great if, even to hear Lauren's story that, you know, it wasn't aired for them, um, whoever, the people that didn't manage to, you know, get in the panel, it's a little, it's a little bit disappointing because it's, it, this should have been a moment where they're like, okay, let's get every fans together. Let's unite people that are uh, at home, people that are attending, people that are in the panel, let's unite them all together in this. Mm -hmm. And I know that they want to keep some, some kind of secrets 
for the people that are that, that are in the panel, and they should have. Last didn't the previous uh, the previous uh, celebration they just kind of went. Uh, they just put the screen black when they showed footage of yeah. uh, yes, yes. Uh, whatever. And they should have done that because just seeing the people on stage was enough to carry the excitement um, and just get people hyped. And that's what they should have done. So I, this this has, the start was a letdown to me. Uh, I don't know how you guys felt, or, or Opie. I, I'm gonna go. So yeah, I was very, I was very, very bummed. Um, I, I always say this, I usually, take the Friday from celebration off because I love staying and seeing the panels and seeing the interviews. And when at 2 p.m. nothing like popped up, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, then I started to scroll, scroll Twitter and it, it was kind of like a mess. And just like Roberto, when, when the stream finally started, it was 30 minutes of Willow. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> And you know, to Willow's credit, that that trailer was incredible. It, it, looked, it looked very fun, but I, I was very bummed. And then Feloni and Pharaoh came out. I was still like very skeptical. I was like, I'm not liking this. I don't like them. <laughs> but then Katie Sackoff came out. Kathleen Kennedy came out. Um, Ashley Eckstein came out. It and it, it started like to, you know, come back to me. And I'm so happy I took the day off tomorrow. Uh -huh. Can't wait to spend the whole day watching Kenobi, watching the panels, watching everything. But that was during the Star Wars show, right? Not the actual. Yeah, yeah. When the when the stream started. Yeah, which is when I'm driving home. I saw like 30 minutes of it. I saw a little part, and then I didn't see anything else. And then I got here, and it's fine. But yeah, like you guys are saying, because. Uh, the Star Wars Celebration Twitter account of three days ago said, oh, don't miss anything if you're at home. Here's the link. It's like two hours afterwards. Okay, at least we'll see it in the replay. But no, it was completely different. Just a Star Wars show, which is funny. They do a great job over than What I saw was great. But yeah, I'm going through Twitter. Everyone freaking out because they don't know what's going to happen. Then the stream starts. And like you said, Roberto, just at least seeing the actors and everyone involved on stage. I'm seeing on my computer like this week. Oh, there's Kenobi and there's you, you and that. Hey, then finally on someone's that just taking a picture from the rafters. Like, okay, great. I'm not excited for this. But then it all changed when the Android trailer dropped and we all got to see that. And then I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> I'll take the Android trailer. <laughs> So let's start with Andor, just before we get into the trailer. So OT, two seasons that which kind of had been we said before. three. Yes, I think Gilroy said, or that interview, Vanity Fair said it might be three seasons or something, but apart than this, it's going to be two, which is great. It's going to be 24 episodes. The last one goes straight into Rogue One, and it premieres August 31st. So probably a month and a half after Kenobi is done, we get Andor. Um, they said, we're not gonna recognize Cassian at this stage. He's selfless, he doesn't care about what's going on. And then, like I said, season two ends right as Rogue One is starting. So before we get into the trailer itself, all this information about Andor, how pumped did it get you? And first, were you pumped for Andor before and now seeing, hearing all this information plus a trailer, how are you feeling for this show right now? So I, I loved the, the new information. I was excited for the show regardless. Um, I just want to talk about the trailer, so go ahead, you guys. Yeah, Roberto, <laughs> give, me, give me some information. I'm <laughs> about to get uh, kicked yeah. out. <laughs> well, for me, uh, it's, it's my most anticipated show, even when they're starting out with uh, Kenobi and Ahsoka and all that, because, you know, you know Rogue One kind of left me a little bit wanting more, especially with Cassian and Jim, since they didn't really dive so much into their character. And, mm -hmm. you know, you have that, uh, you know, that great line from um, Cassian that uh, he was in this force since he was, what, a kid? And yeah. you kind of wonder, well, what he kind of did he go through? What, what was his, uh, uh, his um, character path? And that wasn't explored. So when the show was announced, I was like, oh my God, they're going to do it. And, that was, and that's actually really exciting. I thought it was going to be one season, but the fact that it's two seasons, mm -hmm. it, it has me really, really pumped and hope. And it has me, it gives me a lot of hopes that I'm going to see a character, another character that uh, was in Rogue One, hopefully in season two. 
So I think, and it just it, it, the whole thing just feels has the same vibe as Rogue One. So this is this is to me absolutely a joy. So when the trailer came out, <laughs> I know I know we're talking not getting to the trailer, but when the trailer came out, it just you know all the excitement that that I was so hyped for this is like really true. It's like yeah. it's coming, you know, it's there. I'll come back to you about what character you're talking. It might be the same one that I'm thinking about. Lauren, are you like Oti that has Rogue One at the bottom of his list? Or do you enjoy Rogue One? And that's just a poster. You've said it before here. You don't. Um, yeah. Are you, did you enjoy Rogue One? How interested were you in this show before today? And now has that interest gone up or down? Yeah, Andor, I was very excited for when they initially announced it. Like, I I was hoping for a Star Wars spy thriller, and I think mm -hmm. that's what we're going to get. I think we're going to get a lot of politics, which I love. Yes. I mean, we saw Mon Mothma in, like, a couple different outfits. We saw the Senate, you know, like, so there's a lot of awesome images to really digest and to really enjoy. And it gets me hyped. I mean, I loved Rogue One, and now I think I'm, like, so pumped for Andor to do more stories with him and learn more about what the rebellion was doing up until, you know, we kind of get to a new hope or get to Rogue One now for sure. So yeah. it's going to be, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Diego Luna. I'm so excited. So excited. Yeah. I've, before the Acolyte was announced, I've always said Andrew's my most anticipated series because of that same thing. It's something different. It's a spy thriller. There's so much stuff they can do showing us the Empire side of it, how they just took over the galaxy. And it seems that that's what they're going for. I think they said this is five years before Rogue One. Yep. So we'll start the first episode center with him a little bit younger and then go to five years before Rogue One. And then season two goes all the way to Rogue One. Mm -hmm. So as I'm driving home, I'm thinking, and then Roberto, I don't know if this is where you were going. If we go all the way to Rogue One, can we get a couple of episodes with Gene showing up? Mm -hmm. Not meeting Cassian, but if we go all the way to Rogue One, and you've read Rebel Rising, Saw Gerrera and Jean are out there doing their stuff, it might tie in and we might get a little bit of Jean Erso back in Star Wars. Is that what you were uh, thinking, Roberto, or where were you headed? It, yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking because you, you have to kind of see their Jean and Cassian's path to where, to where it meets to Rogue One. And we don't kind of, we don't, get that in row one so we it's important for them to lay down the foundations we get that in the books but mm -hmm. that's kind of separate that's kind of separate when the books and the sh and the shows or the movies you kind of have to put everything into context you know bring people in that haven't read the books that haven't seen the show and and um, put that foundation there so to not have Jen in season two would be a mistake i'll be surprised honestly i would be surprised if they would have her in, in season one but season two they have it would be i think it would be a huge mistake not to yeah yeah i agree yeah yeah all thing you just want the trailer you want to go to a trailer no I, i'm gonna be the odd man out i i want her to be in season two but i don't think she's gonna be there all right let's see let's see how season one goes let's see. yeah i know it's well i think i don't know she might be there it kind of makes sense but just yeah. Anyway, trailer. Let's show the trailer out there. No audio, so we'll, we'll talk over it, but let's show this trailer again and have, have a little bit of fun. All right. That intro, though. That intro. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I, I, what, when I started this, I'm like, is this the Rogue One trailer? I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I thought my phone's volume was like damaged because I was like, there's no audio, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> then those gongs start. Oh, just the look of this, it's 100% cinematic. It's nothing compared to the other shows we've seen. The quality, you can see that this is not the volume. I mean, the volume is great, but this is on location shooting that just makes the show look, uh, I don't want to say 100% better than the others, but gives it another feel. It, it looks different. It definitely looks different. Gunships. Yeah, a that's grounded feel. Republic gunships right there. Mm -hmm. They even have clone troopers, I think. Yes. We have TV yeah, show up. Freaking that, that shot of the, of the room, the white room. Yeah. We're back in Coruscant. 
the Senate chamber, Mon Mothma saying that she's being watched. Spy thriller, like you said. Well, it, she, I, I, in that shot, I think she just she looks just like Molly Damon from Star Wars Explained. <laughs> I, yeah, she does. That reminded me of the Colossus from Resistance, that base in the water when it just comes up. All the Senate. And those are the clone troopers right there. So uh, are we going to fall in love with uh, Cassian's sister? Because that is a sister, right? Yes. Really? I think so, too. Yeah. And then the the new title card is great. Just looks great for the atmosphere of the show. (sighs) I love it. I'm really, really excited for it. All right. So... Yeah, so that trailer just blew me out of the water. It's everything that I wanted for this series and more, especially the look. I didn't expect it to look at, as great as it did. Let me just show, show this off real quick. But, Oti, let's start with your first thoughts when you saw that trailer. What jumped to your, to your mind? Uh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. What, what trailer? The Andor <laughs> or the... The Andor trailer. Oh, what, what did I think? I, I was over the moon. I sent it to everyone I like had in my quick text. I was like, oh my god, new Star Wars. <laughs> um, it, 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 the visuals are fantastic, which are some of my favorite things from Rogue One. It, it looks... Mm. Uh, it's, it's awesome. And that spy thriller feel, you know, with uh, Mon Mothma going, they're watching me and, you know, mm-hmm. there's like this sneaking around. I, I'm very, very, very excited for it. Like, it, it looks like it's going to live to its promise. Yeah. 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 Roberto, did you have any big surprises from that trailer or anything that jumps, the first thing that comes to your mind after seeing that trailer? Yeah. So, yeah, besides uh, looking great, which I, I 100% agree with, there, there were a couple of things that kind of shocked me. One, because, okay, so when, when uh, you know, the, they said that this is kind of a sprite thriller and things like that. You know, sometimes I wonder, well, how much of a sprite thriller this is? Yeah. Since you kind of sometimes, since in the book of Boba Fett, you know, we didn't quite get the underworld gangster that we were all kind of hoping for, uh, mm-hmm. or some of us. So I was kind of wondering how much it, is that really going to play a role in this movie? And seeing Ma, Ma like just kind of convinced me that okay they're really going to pull out the politics they really might have the have the you know cassian do the things that he's not proud uh, quite proud of you know they're really going to do the dirty uh the dirty dirty and that's <laughs> something that has me really excited because like i said it feels like row one tony uh, gilroy is really bringing row one into into disney plus which is uh, which is, you know, kind of a little bit of a breath of fresh air for me. At least that feels like from Mandalorian and, and John Favreau. And, and I kind of needed a little bit of a mm-hmm. break from that feel. So to to see this trailer just be its, uh, be its own thing has me really, really excited. And these characters, this character, just the prettiness of it, it's like has me really, really excited. It, it, just the looks and, oh, and the Blade Runner thing. There, oh. There's some things where in Kenobi, if, it feels like they try to do a little bit of a Blade Runner, but if Blade Runner feels really gritty. So when you saw some of the elements in this trailer, you know, you kind of felt it. You kind of you felt the grime and things like that. So this this trailer was perfect and kind of moved everything to the side for me. It's like, yeah, I know, uh, I know uh, Kenobi's coming out soon, so I just kind of like pushed it to a side. <laughs> and Man, he like, has okay. that ready to go. Yeah. Two weeks, <laughs> yeah, two weeks in a row. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm really excited. Lawrence, so we mentioned the politics, and I think it looks like it's going more into politics of than actually Rogue One. It looks to me greedier than Rogue One and more the story. that I love Rogue One, but there's a lot of action in that movie. This seems to be more grounded in just real world, what's going on with everyone having to deal with the Empire kind of expanding through the galaxy. I'm talking about politics. We're in Coruscant, we're in the Senate. Is there anything specific about this time period, politically-wise, that really intrigues you, that you hope they kind of dive into? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the political stuff is going to be big. You kind of get that feel from the trailer, right? It feels pretty, it feels like a good spy thriller mixed in with politics. Like, the whole, like, just the whole vibe of it, I think, is what I was looking for. And it feels like a Rogue One, like, 
not a sequel or a prequel, but it feels like it connects with Rogue One. Just the feel of it, the visuals of it. Uh, I forget the gentleman that did Rogue One, but he's doing this show as well, so you can feel the connection between Rogue One and this show, like visually. I mean, it's just going to be, I think it's going to be what I want it and hope for it to be, is a spy thriller, but more politics in it, because I'm excited. Like, give me more (laughs) politics, Star Wars politics, especially in this era. Like, it's, we have a little bit of it, but I think we're going to really hopefully get more Especially with Mon Mothma, we'll hopefully get Bail Organa. Like, oh, I mean, so. I just, oh god, I just can't wait. I can't wait for Jimmy Schmitz to come back. Yeah, maybe that's who she's talking talking with when she says I'm being watched or whatever. Because yeah. I said, then I tweeted out. Oh, this reminded me a lot of the Cat- Catalyst book. I don't know if you guys have read it. Just that Tomisa wrote one prequel. It's just one of my favorite books. My second favorite book. And there's a lot of that kind of hiding from talking, having this special gathering with all the rebel leaders. I got that vibe. And that's what I want. Oh, Star Wars is political. Yes. Now let's see the real politics behind it, how the Empire just taking over. And when we get that shot of the Senate chamber, we have all the pods. It was someone else. I don't know who it was on Twitter that posted that if you look, a lot of those pods are shot off. There's only a couple that are lighted up with people. So it's like, are those all the other kind of governments and planets that the empire has already taken over? Is it people that they just kind of given up and then the other ones are just resistant leaders or whatever? So that's very interesting to see how kind of even inside Coruscant, you you start to see that division. And come on, seeing Coruscant from the empire side with the empire kind of being there leading, that's what really intrigues me about it. Yeah, but, I think Corson, Corson. I cannot wait to go back. Yes. Post, post, uh, of the Sith, before a new hope to see how <laughs> how much it's changed, right? Yes. Like, give me the thirteen thirteen. Give me. <laughs> I want to be down there. I want to see the grittiness of it. Yeah. There's a shot of an elevator, which I presume is in, you know, going into the lower levels. Yeah. That, oh my God, it has me so intrigued. But yes. Uh, so. Quick question. If this show is going to go into Rogue One, then it, it'll pass through Rebels. Are we going to get the scene where Mon Mothma proclaims uh, she's separating from the from the Empire? Ooh, that's the one that had the big holo- the hologram or something. So, could we have a version of that? Maybe see we the could. holograms of it. Yeah. I mean, we still haven't seen Saw Gerrera, and we know he's there. So we have to get that confrontation also. Yeah. Man, yeah. this show is really driving to be one of the, the best so yeah. far. Uh, it looks yeah, we, I, I think we have to, because we haven't seen the side of, of Star Wars. We haven't seen Mon Mothma. So, and the way they dressed her up and the way they're kind of portrayed her in, in the story, I don't see how you give her a small part. I see her getting something really juicy. This could be an awesome, awesome character that by the end of the show or the mid, mid of the show, which is 12, 12 episodes, which is yeah. awesome, that people are absolutely gonna love because she already looks great so i can't see i can't see people hating her. Yeah, i mean the yeah. the, the yeah. thirst is real for mon mothma since that vanity fair spread came out and now seeing that in live actually like okay I, I get it i get it i get why some people want to follow her but also <laughs> like Peter, Roberto, it's gonna be interesting to see how people feel about her because right now a lot of people go well, kind of, this is your fault, the way the Empire rose, because you just try to be not peaceful, but very like what's happening right now. You have the extremists on one end, and right now I'm in, in real life, and the people in power are trying to play by the rules, like Saw Guerrero says, oh, you lost by playing with by the rules or something like that. Well, we see that in this show, and I think we will, so it's going to be interesting how people feel about her by the end. But at least so far, I'm on board. Do we get a Palpatine? Like, do we see him? Oh. So he I think the politics. I mean. Oti and I, talk, I think we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago because um, Ian McDermott has said that he's going to be back for one of the newer shows. It makes more sense that it's for Andor. At least for myself. Go ahead. He talked about it in his panel today. He oh. said that if you're expecting him to show up in an upcoming show, you'll be disappointed. That's what he said. But he said that he said his presence can be felt. Yeah. So that makes sense. Maybe maybe like a voice, a hologram, you know, because 
like I remember in Rebels when we see him at the end, like he looks like a you know like a senator or a chancellor looking, not the hooded figure. So yeah. like, do we kind of see that? That would be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Okay, I'm, I'm predicting we are going to see him, and I'm going to see him because we. I, this is <laughs> this is what I love about characters character moments when you put two characters that are close to each other and just have them duel it out through words through debate and to see mom Mothma and palpatine just go at oh, it yeah. would yeah. would be amazing so they i don't see how you go around them and not give both of them the spotlight i mean you yeah. you can't have a show like this in this time period without the emperor he's the one leading yeah. the charge during the senate I'm sure we'll get a DHEI talking. Again, it makes sense for him to be there, but it makes 100% sense for Palpatine to be there, at least in one scene. He doesn't need to win the whole show, but yes, that one scene in the Senate or back in his office talking with the, this delegate of, I don't remember how many senators that are the ones pushing for it, those of the deleted scenes at the end of Revenge of the Sith that you have all these senators go talk to him and kind of, hey, we got to end this war and your powers got to be done. Give us something like that. So, yeah, Mon Mothman, Bail Organa having a conversation with Palpatine, maybe in the middle of, of the Senate. Oh, man, yes, yes. Yeah, especially what we know in Rebels, how she was so, that message she sent on the ghost, or yeah. the message they heard on the ghost about her, like, calling out the Emperor, like, Mm -hmm. We got to get to that point, right? I mean, that's where we, or unless we're beyond that, but we got to, you know, we see that, like her fire, and that's going to be cool. Yeah. Like, I can't exactly. wait to dive in with more of my mom. Mm -hmm. I really can't. Mm -hmm. Can't wait. So, can't wait. Oti, we spent like 20 minutes talking about the trailer and Rogue One in general. We really haven't jumped too much into Cassian Andor himself. What? Mm -hmm. We heard that Cassian's going to be. Not what we recognize from Rogue One. What do you expect that we're gonna see from Cassian at the beginning and then throughout this season, or at least the first couple of episodes? I think he'll be in a band, he'll be like an edgy teenager doing drugs, doing cigarettes. I don't know. Um I, I, I think he'll have a very interesting arc. I, I think it will be similar to Jin's, maybe this reluctant hero joining mm -hmm. this fight with these people he maybe doesn't trust that much because you know, part of the rebellion used to be the Republic Army, mm -hmm. which his family was at war with. So that it's going to be very interesting. Um, that's actually one of the, the things I'm mo most interested with. Where do we start with? Because we know where he goes. Mm -hmm. Where do we start with him? And, and I'm thinking it's going to take that angle. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that clone troopers that we see in one of those scenes, that's a flashback, not a flashback, but we know that it starts with him as a younger kid. Yeah, uh, I, I, think this yeah. Fight. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we saw Republic gunships, which are from the Clone Wars. We saw the clone troopers. We saw Tivik. I think it's Tivik there before he gets killed in Rogue One. Pull <laughs> yeah. one out for poor Tivik. Uh, but I just the look of it that that first like 20 seconds of the trailer just doesn't feel anything like Star Wars, but it just looks so great. And then all the ships and everything that's coming out, so yeah, just two months, but uh, three months before this yeah. show comes out, which I don't know, feels weird to say that it's just coming out in so soon, but can't, can't wait for it, real, uh, real quick because mm -hmm. I, I got like a couple more minutes, yeah, you know, but. And on Diego Luna, I want to say before I leave, like, I hope he gets to touch Jabba the Hutt. I need that to happen for Diego Luna. We will riot if he doesn't, you know, if he's not able to touch Jabba the Hutt. Man, it's, we'll we'll turn it off. Everyone yeah. will turn their TV off at the same time and just go on Twitter <laughs> and have a, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, we already got two huts in Book of Boba Fett. Give mm -hmm. us one more, a practical one. Doesn't have to be Jabba. Just a hot, it makes sense to be Java just so he can touch and it. it makes sense. It's this time period that's this is when the hot the hot cartel and all those kind of gangsters are rising up, so of course right. it's gotta be around. So, right, right, right. right. so well, I, I got I got a bounce, but yeah. thank you for having me on. Well, maybe I'll jump on another you know uh, later on this week or whatever, but yeah, we'll talk about that. But yeah, hopefully, we'll Alberto, have you on. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, have fun, we'll talk about it. Have fun, but yeah. Alberto, right. Odie, Roberto, it's good talking to you guys. <laughs> we'll, All right. We'll we'll keep it going and keep the vibes good down here. Okay? Yeah. 
Say hi to everyone down there that you see. We're jealous, but have fun. Yeah. Yes, definitely. All right. Peace out. All right. See you later, Lauren. Thank you for being here. Yeah, no problem. Talk to you. All right. By the way, I just saw that Maggie got to interview Diego Luna. Oh, that's her. That's one of her. She must have melted right there. Yeah. That's her favorite Star Wars movie, a lot because of Cassian and his story and kind of push her to do a lot of politics side that she does so great for her. i saw that arisu met you and mcgregor so all our friends out there having fun uh, I, interviewing I, 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 all these great people i'm genuinely extremely jealous but i'm also <laughs> extremely happy for everyone like yeah. seeing random yeah. people just meet for breakfast is like, wow <laughs> i know right it, it's, it's it's something that i'm a, i don't know because of a whole COVID thing but when i finally get to go to Star Wars, hopefully in the future, I think I'll be nervous and scared to kind of meet people that are <laughs> that I yeah. know through, through Twitter and the right. internet. So. Right. Hey, Roberto, let's go get a bagel. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I don't know. All right, guys. Anything else about Ando before we move real quick? I don't know. We didn't get a lot of information for um, Obi Wan Kenobi, which makes sense. It's because we're we're, we're gonna see it in less than twenty four hours. Yeah, it will yeah. be there. In a couple of minutes, a couple of hours, you one came out, Hayden came out, and that they're, was kind of it. I don't know. They're both actually in the on the stage right now. Okay. Yeah. Did, but did they show anything? Not like a, just maybe a trailer. No. Or oh well, they, they played the theme. I didn't oh, listen to it because oh, I, that's right. I prefer listening to it on the show. But they, John Williams came out and played the theme. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. I heard it, same as everyone else. Again, thanks to everyone on Twitter that did those live tweets. That's how we got all this information. Then someone posted the whole theme. It's it's new. You got to get used to it, but it sounds great. We got to see how it fits in the show. Yeah. Which, by the way, my, my theory is the reason they didn't televise or stream any of the thing was because of the musical portion. That's my theory because it, it took out like a section of the of the panel so maybe they were like well we don't want to cut like a third of it so that's my theory of it because yeah. it, it, that's the only thing i can make make sense out of it because <laughs> they didn't show anything that wasn't revealed i don't know i i it's it's a big mistake i don't care i'm sure they can call youtube and say hey we're gonna play some music and this this is brand new we're the owners of this we're we're gonna stream some music I, out there. People weren't going to complain. I don't know if they're the owners of it, though. I, I, that's a whole legal thing that I'm not going to get into. Nah, I don't, I don't want know. To I don't know. I don't know. It's John, eh, whatever. We'll see. We'll hear it in a couple of hours, anyways. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They could have gone around it. They could have done something. Yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> Except someone talking over it. Uh, but then they jumped to Man- Mandalorian season three, and I'm surprised that they did because Mando has its own panel on Saturday. So talking like, we'll, and we'll talk about the end of it, that we didn't get any big surprise announcement, no movie news, nothing. But they gave Mando like an extra 20 minutes plus a one-hour panel on Saturday. Surprised that we got all this inf- all this time with The Mandalorian, Roberto? Uh, yeah, actually, yes. And I was, I was even surprised that they showed a trailer or is a real or whatever, whatever they showed. They somebody posted it on twitter and then i try to find it again and i they took it down they took it out but i got uh, you you know (laughs) (laughs) okay you sent it to me because i i I watched the ones quickly but anyways yeah it's a little bit surprising because i didn't know they were that far ahead in and in filming and and i didn't really i i guess since coming in february i guess they they should be uh pretty pretty well ahead in it but I don't know. I just compared to everything that they, I think they could have done. I'm so proud. We could have talked about even potential future projects. They kind of went with. They kept it safe. You know, yeah. they they kept it with projects that already been announced and and not nothing really big other than just the uh, other than what was the that show, um, Skeleton Crew. That yeah. was it. All right. We'll come back to all that. We'll come yeah. back to those, but uh, yeah, it's coming out in February, which is not surprising that Vanity Fair article said end of 2022, early 2021, I mean, 23, I thought maybe like Book of Boba Fett end of December, but two extra months. I guess working at the volume gives them that option that they can do a trailer a little bit quicker because 
they don't need to build sets. It's right there. But I think what we got was fine. But again, extremely surprised that they showed all of this and gave them all this time, brought Boca Town, I mean, Katie Seikoff, Filoni, Faber, all this stuff, then to do it again in two days. They did show a trailer, like a, a teaser trailer, which again, someone just videotape on their phone, which starts fine, and you can see the phone kind of going off. So by the end, you're just seeing this part here for everyone. Looks very interesting. Bo-Katan seems to be, I'm not going to say the villain, but the main antagonist still wants that dark saber. Dean Jaren Looks very strong. pretty. Yeah. Like the, the show. Even being filmed from a camera phone, I don't know how many hundreds of feet away, it looks great. Some people are comparing a scene. I'm not going to spoil the trailer for people out there that just want to see it, but some people gave them Game of Thrones vibes in one scene with a throne over there. Uh, we get Grogu, my friend, Baby Yoda's back. And then Mando is going back to to Mandalore to try to you know, clear his sins from removing his helmet. Uh, it picks right up after Book of Boba Fett. For, so no surprise, plus has that connection then to the other series, kind of putting back in the mind of everyone. This is just one whole, everything's connected. It's not just Book of Boba Fett, one thing, and Mandalorian, the other thing. Uh, but Ote, you saw that teaser trailer and all the information about it. You say it looks pretty. Any any other thoughts about Mando? Yeah, no, I'm excited. As excited as it was before. Like, yeah, give it to me. All right. You know, one one of the things that uh, about Mando is that I'm kind of lacking a little bit is a little bit of dense character development. So in the first two seasons, so hopefully, and I and from what I saw, I think this is might be the season where you know then has the spotlight, you know, get, get more back into his uh, backstory and learn more about him. So, you know, the teaser trailer got me a little bit excited that we we're going to we're going to get that, especially with this whole Mandalorian history. So mm-hmm. and Bo-Katan. So this actually did even this actually did a lot for me to get me excited for Mando. So mm-hmm. it, it, it might not. I just wish it wasn't. I don't think they needed to hide it. It's like, what, what the hell? So my thinking is that they're going trailer after the Mandalorian panel on Saturday, uh, just to give it to everyone. Because then why show it at this point, right? Many out there. Someone videotape, videotape. Someone recorded already. Nothing in this panel makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Since the beginning, it's like, didn't you guys learn from Disney Plus Day? Just tweeting things don't yeah. work. The 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 thing is, I um, you know, fine. They they didn't stream it, but what I'm starting to think they they had nothing to announce. Nor in Disney, they should have announced the skeleton the skeleton crew thing back then. But uh, I don't know that maybe they're not as far ahead as we thought. You know, I don't know. I don't. This this again. It's been three years since the last celebration. No, no, time no, no. to plan and. I, I totally agree. I just think, you know, maybe because of COVID, new projects haven't been, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yeah, I, I had that thought uh, that this either could be a great Star Wars celebration or one that disappoints because of all the reasons you guys said COVID and they're in the middle of planning things that, you know, they want they want to make sure they have all their ducks in a row before they're getting into new projects. So they won't have another, uh, uh, you know, another last jedi and cross situation because i think that's something that they want to avoid so i remember thinking this could be the good or bad and they or they might not have you know they might not have a lot of things to show because you know things are in the process of being planned so i don't know how that this might not be the celebration to go to but maybe the next one will be the one that you know they actually have something to show for fans when it comes to movies a little bit more trailers and things like that then I think the Divinity Fair article coming out a week before celebration was a mistake because yep. all the big reveals, we just got them a week ago in that article. A lot of information about Andor and his backstory and what could, we could expect from that character was told in the article. A lot of information about Ahsoka, the whole history of the Mandalorian. Um, they talk about Grandma Raider without giving the name for Skeleton Crew, but we knew it was going to be four young kids after Return of the Jedi. So the only new thing that we got was the trailer, basically. 
So yes, that was, even though I love getting that article, because again, finally Lucasfilm and Disney is promoting Star Wars, to then just have a rehash on it in your biggest panel of the whole celebration after three years, it's just a visual of what we already saw on that article. I think it's a big letdown. And I was gonna wait till the end, but not having a big surprise announcement or any movie news today, it's a complete waste because there's not a movie panel later. We only have the Attack of the Clones panel, the 20 year panel tomorrow. They're gonna announce anything new with, I don't know. We could have gotten Taika Watiti to be there to at least say, yeah, I'm still working on this. Maybe know what time frame he's working on. A video from Patty Jenkins. Yeah, I'm still writing Rogue Squadron, something. To not get any movie news and just the same things that we already knew were coming out, apart from an official Skeleton Crew announcement. Oh yeah, Jude Law's gonna be there. I don't know, like you said, it's it was great, but I was expecting a lot more news. So I'm a little bit disappointed at that end, but what we got, I did enjoy. I just kind of expected a little bit more. And maybe that's on me. All right, so let's jump into real quick Skeleton Crew. So in that Vanity Fair article, Drama, Ra Drama Rodeo was a working title for this new show. It's created by John Watts and Christopher Ford. John Watts did all the MCU Star Wars movie, was gonna do the Fantastic Four movie and kind of walked away from that one. Maybe it's to do this show. Producers are Fabro and Filoni. We'll see how you guys feel about them being, being involved in it. Same time period as the Mandoverse. Someone tweeted out, tweeted out that Filoni said it's all connected. I know at least I have my issues with Favre and Filoni being so involved in Star Wars storytelling, but we got that Jude Law is gonna be starting in it. And it follows a group of four kids, even though it's, it's Toys Kids, where it's not a kid's show, they're lost in, it, in the galaxy and something happens. What are your thoughts? Now we have a little bit more information about Star Wars Skeleton Crew. Your thoughts after hearing all this information? I, I'm excited for it. Like bringing Jude Law. I like um, John Watts as, as a director. He's announced as a producer, not a director. But if it's his story, it'll be interesting. Um, but honestly, we don't have that much to work with with the show. They, they just showed like some concept art. But, yeah. but yeah, I'm excited as I could be, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely need for more information because it's it, it, the concept is interesting. Like the first thing I, because since it, it got compared to Stranger Things, I thought maybe they're stranded and they're being haunted by a Sith ghost or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think the Stranger Stranger Things was just oh, it's Vibes. kids. It's yeah, yeah be, because it's the same. Kind of report that said that oh, it's gonna happen in the high republic no it's 200 years after the return of the jedi so i think oh kids in star wars yeah stranger thing it's coming out tomorrow also so let's just compare it but it also reminded me a little bit of a test of courage the first high republic book that i read from justine ireland bunch of kids 14 stranded. to 16 year olds stranded in this moon weevo i think it's called with the bunch of things that could kill them plus two nile trying to murder them so that's the vibe that I got. Uh, Roberto, did you knew, heard anything about this show prior to today? And how are you feeling about it? Well, I, I did read the, the article about it, but I was excited just to have John Watts. I, I don't know what kind of role he's going to have, but just to have him there, because I love the Spider-Man movies. I thought yeah. he handled them great and that he was going to handle some uh, coming of age story. It, you know, it kind of just kind of fits. And especially since, you know, Star Wars, we don't really have that. Um, we we've done that story yet where we have kids in star wars focused on them mm -hmm. so and and again I'm, I'm the same page as you alberto when you said that it reminded you of test of courage things like that it reminded it to me it was the same thing and i was like oh how perfect is this not only to get you know younger mm -hmm. fans into the show as well but to see a different side of of star wars to see a different side of through kids perspective I was surprised. I was very surprised that we got a name to start yeah. on on the show, which is Jude Law, which is fantastic. He's a he's a freaking great actor, but I was I was completely surprised. I'm pretty sure they're gonna wait till they cast the kids. Maybe I don't know. 
I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know how far they are ahead of this. I am surprised to hear that it was going to tie to Dave Filoni. It, but it makes sense because then, you know, John Favre and all them are, are working on it as well. So it, it, it kind of, I'm interested to see what this is going to be and how it's going to fit with everything. I know there was speculation that it could have been these were going to be Luke Skywalker kids, uh, Jedi training Padawans, but yeah, I, that to me was didn't seem like a possibility. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what these kids are and if any of them have any Force powers or anything like that. Yeah. So that was my first thought when they said this is after Return of the Jedi. I th- I, is this going to be Luke rebuilding his? the Jedi Jedi Order, which I didn't want to see, especially after the article said we're moving away from the Skywalker saga. Don't give him more Luke Skywalker. We're going to keep getting him. Uh, well, this comes out 2023, which, is, again, it's not too far away. 2023 is going to be packed with this one, Mando Season 3, Ahsoka, uh, maybe a Bad Bad Season 3. We'll see. I don't think we'll get Andor Season 2 next year, but I don't know. So for me, this show, it's interesting. Again, it's Star Wars. I'm going to be interested in it. A new vibe with kind of being led by a a younger cast. I hope one of them is a non-human. Give me an alien as a main cast member. We we don't need droids and humans forever. Star Wars is everything. So just give us something else. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to expect with... Man, I love Favreau. I love what Filoni has done. But some of those storytelling is getting a little bit tired for me so they kind of are the ones controlling everything so when i, I heard know. that yeah, yeah i don't know See, that bummed, it bummed me out a little bit knowing that they're producers on the show maybe they're just producers yeah whatever i'll sign off on it i don't know how invested they'll be knowing them probably a lot just let someone else write the series you can give tips and things about what's going on in the world, but let someone else write all the episodes. We don't need them that involved, in my opinion. But you know what? It kind of goes hand in hand with what Kathleen Kennedy said about Star Wars. Um, And I could maybe see this show being, maybe John Watts pitches a show and she goes like, oh, this is around the time Dave and Favreau um, are are working on. So go talk to them and Mm -hmm. they like work it out. So, you know, it's the direction they're taking. Let's see how it works because it, it seems to be John Watts's thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's see. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's the thing that has me excited because um, John Watts is the name. I think they just there, uh, John Farrow and John Flonia are there to help them. And maybe they saw something in the story where they say, where they say, hey, maybe it could fit in, into our little thing that we're doing. But the fact that it's John Watts and it's driven by him, pitched by him, gives me a lot of hope. What if Jude Law is Thrawn? <laughs> and one of the kids is Ezra. Went into the world between worlds and came back a younger kid. A kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I think what you said, Oti, is right because in that interview, Karen, Kathleen Kennedy said we want everyone to kind of know what they're doing. So maybe it's okay. Go talk to John and and Filoni to make sure that it doesn't mess up what they're doing, similar time period, and just work together on it. Hopefully Grogu doesn't show up. They run into him and I don't know. (sighs) All right, and then, okay, here you go. Star Wars movie news. No, here's a trailer for Willow, 20 minutes on Willow. All right, oh. Harrison Ford is here. Oh my God. Sound Solo is back. No, Indiana Jones 5, 15 minutes on it. Why? Why? I know it was Lucas Film Showcase, but this is Star Wars Celebration. Is it what you said, Otti? They didn't have anything ready to announce and they just needed to fill I, time? I really think so. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they just, I, I, I don't know. Like, there is this thing that they purposely called it Lucas Film yeah. Showcase. The writing was on the wall. I think we were in denial, but but yeah, um, let's see. All right, I still think they should have do done something with the movie to go the whole Star Wars celebration with no movie news. It's kind of disheartening. But- you know, they didn't need to show traders. They didn't really need to show um, anything, and 
anything finished they could have just shown behind the scenes uh, like let's walk into andor again let's walk mm-hmm. into the kenobi and talk to it, them and see some of the things that's that's all of it the the and willow and the willow and indy thing would have been a good coda like at the end maybe hey we're also working on this mm-hmm. hey yeah. it is I mean, what it if is. you have you want and hayden there sit them down for 10 minutes or 20 minutes and talk about coming back oh they've been all over the world promoting this show and all the questions are how how does it feel to be back and playing darth vader after all this year the reception from the fans nothing maybe they'll I mean, do they, it they, at they, 20th they, they were just interviewed in the in the thing <laughs> Like, it's your main showcase is what's starting the that whole no show. That no one's seeing. That no one's yes, seeing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's, but, and I love the High Republic, but that, and that panel was streamed and not the main one. All right. So. Hey, I have a question. Did they show anything about with Ahsoka? Because I remember seeing some scenes, some pictures with Rosario Dawson, but nothing. I can't make sense of it. Uh, so supposedly Rosario um, gave like a. She she pre-recorded a message, yeah. and cool. I heard in one of the interviews that Filoni drove from oh shit, uh, drove from set and will drive back there, and apparently will come back on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, they showed. I guess yeah, a pre-recorded message from her from set. Everyone's freaking out. Oh, finally, her Leku so long that they should be, and like, but now there is inconsistency from. I mean, I, I, I don't care. I really don't care. I know. For regular people, it's like, oh, how many years have passed? Her Leku's grew grew like ten inches. No, no, it's finally we found a way to make them more, more animated, accurate. But I mean, yeah, Darth yeah. Darth Vader's helmet in Episode Four was rubber, and then it wasn't, so it's fine. <laughs> you know how great would it? How great would it have been if they would have announced uh, a name, just a name, for the show, Ahsoka show, Cassa- the yeah, one that Ka- we all think. I, I'm not gonna say it his was- name because I'm gonna butcher it. <laughs> who? Who? Uh, who? Yeah, the, the actor that played Aladdin. Oh, Mina oh. So I the, always, the, I always there should have been cast announcement. Yeah, cast, yeah, exactly. Like cast announcement would have been great. I've always said Mina Masad is a perfect um, Ezra space Aladdin, like everyone says. But he, I then tweeted out. I think that same week that they announced Ahsoka started shooting, he tweeted out that he started re- um, on a new movie that he's kind of gonna be starting at at the same time that they're recording Ahsoka. So I thought, oh man, this means it's not gonna happen. People are saying, well, it's a TV show. We don't know how many episodes he's gonna be in. Maybe he'll pop in for one or two episodes. It might still work. But yeah, give us a couple of cast announcements. Again, it's I think some of it was a missed opportunity, but I did enjoy everything that we got, even though it was a little bit on the short end. Um, so I think that was it for the Lucasfilm showcase panel. Oti, you've been watching a little bit of the High Republic panel. Anything cool was yeah. announced? So very quick because I have to jump into a work call. But so I, I've been watching the stream. I'll be watching tomorrow, and we'll be back here tomorrow. Yeah. But so um, ground rules for, for the stream. It's been very fun. They they interview cast members, directors, creators, everything. It's it's been a ton of fun. As I, I mentioned, a couple of the people they've had. Um, they stream some of the panels, not okay. all of them. And, you know, they'll have two or three interviews, then a panel, two or three interviews mm-hmm. then a panel, then maybe show around the convention, what they're doing. It's, I, I really enjoy it, but going with that expectation, not expecting that they're going to stream a panel, then another panel, then another yeah. panel. It's, it's like by faces, but it's truly been a, a ton of fun. All right. Anything new announcing that High Republic panel apart from a couple of character uh, names? Okay, so the High Republic panel they they went over Phase One and the creating process. They showed glimpses of the art of book, oh, nice. um, which was a ton of fun. They showed specifically Mark and Row and the designs, the different versions. That that was really great. Um, the new authors were not there. Okay. But they did announce um, some new books, which I had pinned over here, and I think I lost it. Yeah, I kind of lost it. So right. there's a new audiobook, which I remember the name. It was called uh, Battle of Jedha, which Ooh, kind nice. of, yeah, it kind of excited me. And there were three books announced for spring 2023. Um, 
and they revealed covers for the books we already had okay. announced. So, so the yeah. 2023 books are those for the current authors or the new batch of authors? You, you remember? No. <laughs> All right, we'll look at that tomorrow and come back with some more current information. Uh, Roberto, for tomorrow, what are you excited about? Hey uh, I, I, I gotta go. Okay, so yeah. thanks, Oti. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow, guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. See Sorry. you. No, don't worry. We're wrapping up anyway, Roberto. So, yeah. <laughs> final kind of thoughts. What are you hoping to see tomorrow? What are you excited for? And then just overall kind of day one of Star Wars celebration. So, what I'm excited for, I think it was everybody excited for, it, is the Kenobi show. It's because yeah. I, I, you know, this is gonna gonna. This is the first impression of what the show is going to be. So it's it's going to be interesting to see not only my reaction, but to see other people's reaction to to the show, and yeah. if it's going to be what we all thought, which I which I hope it is. But as far as the whole uh, you know Star Wars celebration live streaming, it has kind of been up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 I agree with Orti as uh, as we gone further into the show, it's kind of gotten better. And then my excitement has been like just growing and growing and growing. Um, mm-hmm. But as for next, as for tomorrow, I don't know. I'm just gonna go in with, you know, you know, reasonable expectations and not expect to be shown anything, um, talked about anything really, because I don't want to be in a bad mood like I was, like I was earlier. Uh, yeah. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I just, I just want to, uh, I just want them to talk to people characters actors directors writers things like that so so you know just just see all that yeah i think now that we know what to expect from the live stream that they're doing with the star wars show i think our expectations are a little bit more tempered and we know what to expect to see life as it's going i'm very interested to see what happens with the 20th anniversary panel for attack of the clones i'm really hoping for padme to be there for Natalie Portman to show up. That will be a great surprise. We know we'll get you one, we'll get um, Hayden. So hopefully bring Padme. She's back in the Disney family with Thor. So if she's there for that panel, it's gonna be very exciting. And then of course it can always show, that's what we all want to see. I thought the same thing. Would they bring uh, Natalie Portman back? And I hope they do, because it's a, you know, it's a great. So I, so I thought if they bring back, if we see if we see Natalie Portman, then there's a good chance we probably could see her in Kenobi. Yes, I don't think I don't think it will be a big part, but it might be enough to get people excited. Yeah, no, Kenobi is such a okay. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a tangent, but yeah. Kenobi is such a little bit of a uh, frustration thing for me because it's only six episodes, and there's so much that we want from Kenobi. Yes, there's so many characters that he he's interconnected with, and six episodes is not enough to get all that so i'm wondering if are we going to even get padme are we even going to get a mention of um of the team have the fan that will die if we get a satin mention but i'm with you six episodes book of both it was seven and we're like oh that's a weird number now we're down to six i think we'll find out in a couple of hours if it's a 40 minute episode it's like oh six not enough you give me an hour, okay, that's six hours. That's almost a, a short trilogy, a three, two hour movie. Of, so I'll give them a pass, but if the episodes are shorter than one hour, then yeah, I don't think six episodes are enough. And again, not talking about filler episode, but how much feel is in each episode instead of getting to all these stories that we think they're going to get to. Because we saw in, in those trailers, we have Kenobi hiding, we have these issues with you one. I mean, with Uncle Owen, we have four Inquisitors that are running around. We have Vader. So there's a lot of stuff happening around Kenobi. Is six episodes going to be enough? I want to say yes, but we'll see. I get the first two drop in a couple of hours. So when we're here tomorrow, we'll either have a smile. We'll be like the Joker smiling all the way here. Or we'll be like, damn, they better, they better tidy it up in the last four. But ah, we'll see. Yeah. After the first episode, we're gonna know what the show's about, and yeah. that's that's important because uh, I think 
with the book of Boba Fett because they bounce all back, it's, uh, back and forth between timelines that we were kind of all wondering, yeah. what is this show really? Mm-hmm. So this seems like a linear show is going to uh, progress uh, normally. So yeah, this show, the first show is going to set everything and um, and we're going to know, what is this? Is this going to be an action film or is this going to be more of a tearjerker between characters? And are it we going to get the exploration of Kenobi that we all kind of want? Yeah, I mean... Like you said, that we want that that has to be the show. Of course, it's going to be action. It's Star Wars, but the main thing has to be the exploration of Kenobi after Revenge of the Sith. Everything that he's gone through after what he did to Anakin, and then finding out that he's alive out there. Maybe that's what pulls him out. Like Oti said here last week, finding out that Anakin is still alive. That's maybe what pulls him out of Tatooine. Oh, I gotta go find him and try to bring him back to the light. And then yes, get us going. So I hope they don't ways like three episodes before okay now he's off that wing going on this adventure i hope it moves a little bit quick to get to all those emotional points but again we won't have too much to wait we'll be back here tomorrow with roberto with Oti. hopefully lauren can join us also from the celebration floor roberto any final thoughts we'll see you tomorrow here and thanks for being here yeah, and if, yeah, thank you for having me. It'll be, uh, you know, this is a lot of fun. Looking for next forward, looking forward to the next few days to talk about what other things they're gonna show. So yeah, Kenobi. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot to be talking about the next couple of days. We saw our celebration goes all the way to Sunday. We'll be here tomorrow at the same time, 7 p.m. We'll be back Saturday with our regular shows at 5 p.m. Eastern. Talking second episode of Kenobi tomorrow. We'll probably just do the first one, and then Saturday day three of celebration and kenobi episode two so as always thank you roberto to our other guests oti and lauren thanks for being here and as always stay safe be safe and may the force be with you